you better think about something else, each and every one of you. When you pull on that jersey, you represent yourself and your teammates. And a name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back. Get that through your head. Again. Welcome in to a movie duo pod is what we're calling these. A head-to-head matchup. I think so. We've got an all-timer today. Yeah. I'm Andre Simone here with AJ Hayfley, my homie. What and up, no better two movies to match up for us in a lot of ways. Yeah. The Miracle, our love for U.S. hockey, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, Herb Brooks, to a lesser extent. For, for me, at least. Yeah. And our love of 90s basketball and how much a story like He Got Game is very much ingrained in that. Uh, made in 1998 with uh, Ray Allen and Denzel Washington. It's a banger at times and other times it's like, well, I could do with less prostitution in this movie. So um, <laughs> they are two. It's always... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if they should have put that quote on the on the movie poster where they're quoting all the critics. It's a Andre Simone could have used less <laughs> prostitution. Yeah, pretty much. Um but you know our our bracket's getting blown up. Go vote if you haven't. Yeah, this one's already over. It's already over. Miracle won handedly, which I'm not surprised knowing our community. No. And just in general with how he got game has aged and fits mm-hmm. in the general like pantheon of sports movies. I w- I if was surprised they even beat Love and Basketball, frankly. If there's one thing that we've really noticed in this bracket so far, it's that there's a lot of recency bias involved. A yeah. lot of the newer movies are winning out because we've seen them more recently, yeah. because yeah. we like them more, whatever. I didn't expect The Blind Side, for example, to make the run that it's made. Though. See, and I did because it came, out, right. it came out a little bit more recently. And do you remember when, I mean, that movie came out, people went crazy for yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. Because that's it was true. a true story, and the story was about was a guy who was playing in the NFL and was like really good in the NFL at the time. It was before yeah. it was before yeah. Michael Orr like, fell apart as an NFL player. Yep, for sure. So, like, I and everybody has fond memories of that movie. And Sandra Bullock was amazing in it. But oh, yeah. Moneyball, anyway. the same way. Recency. So, we're seeing recency bias, and we're seeing feel good movies get more rewarded than it's, some of the more serious. It's recency bias versus nostalgia. Yeah. In, like, an all time, like, battle of wills here. You said it, brother. Because um, you see, like, like movies like Happy Gilmore and Cool Runnings that just, just annihilated one of our brackets. Yeah. Are yes. are like extra bracket, <laughs> our extra, right? Our like non sports related, right? Right, like like, like happy happy Gilmore other. in no way. There is a zero <laughs> percent chance that that movie is better than Creed. Creed is a fantastic yeah, sure. movie, sure. but because Happy Gilmore is like fun and like we all grew up on it, and everybody has fond memories of it, and the woman from it went on to be on Modern Family for four hundred years, uh-huh. like. Everybody remembers it, right? And it was Absolutely. like, and it's fun and it's silly, and he hits the ball funny, and everybody who's gone golfing has tried to do it at least once. Right. Yep. For sure. So yep, it's like, been it's been an interesting way to see how this bracket is unfolded. Good vibes. And like Miracle, everybody, you know, dude, uh, we're an American company, so we all love this movie. <laughs> I mean, it's outstanding. It's such a great movie. Mm-hmm. It's so rewatchable. It's probably the most rewatchable of all these movies. 
Boy, it's, it's right up there. up there. It's really up there. It's if we hard. were if we were to do like of these all those sixty four movies in this bracket, ones that are ones that you could just watch. Yeah. Oh, you're sitting down on a Saturday afternoon, just chilling. There's nothing going on. You flip on the TV, and one of the movies is on TNT. If it's a miracle, you're clicking on it. Oh yeah. You're okay. Yeah. And it'll keep you engaged. Yeah. And, and you'll you can sit have there. it on in the background. You'll it's one of those you can rewatch it a hundred times. You still enjoy the hundred and one time you watch it. And I think it's definitely the opposite of He Got Game in that way. Very different. He Got yes. Game is one you have to go out of your way to want to watch. I would argue He Got Game has the better acting of the two. I mean it's got Denzel. The, and right. you and you keep in mind that alone. The none of the hockey players in Miracle were actors. They hired hockey players. So, Except for Jim Craig, really, right? So it's yeah. So it's like well, and like like Kurt Russell's like and and like those well, guys, sure, right? sure, of course, like of the course. coaching staff but and of like the these hockey cats. players. Yeah. But right of the of the hockey players, they hired hockey players first. That was the first mm-hmm. thing they went to, mm-hmm. and that's why they ended up with like I think there were three kids who were sons of guys who were on the actual team. That's ended amazing. up in that movie. That's amazing. And also did not yeah. get any lines. That's outstanding. <laughs> I would also argue he got game better soundtrack. Um, sure, I'll give that There's to you because I can't. I can't tell you that I remember a single a single moment from Miracle in which uh, music played a big role. Right, exactly. Though Miracle has the like sound bites from like Al Michaels calling the games. And right, stuff, but it's not like beautiful. It's not like so, a soundtrack. Exactly. Like exactly. soundtrack versus use of sound because. Right. If you want to talk about use of sound, Miracle's got a great case for it because there's a very, very powerful the 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 scene, the again, where he blows the whistle. Mm, they have yeah. the only yeah. thing that you hear during that scene is players breathing heavily, mm-hmm. the ice and the whistle, and him saying again. Right, right. As the players just get progressively more tired, they end up throwing up on the ice, yeah. you know, and they're just they're dying. Right. Until Michael Ruzioni figures out what he's looking for. Right. And all the while you're hearing things like the lights being shut off and that kind of right. makes a thump. And It's like it's it's just you're just living right. there in that it's moment with very, them. So. But you're right. It's a like, very nonverbal where the sound still plays. Exactly. There's the other one where they're playing pick up football in the backyard at Christmas and the Jimmy Carter State of the Union speech comes on and it kind of gives you an idea of what what stage the country was in at the time i also thought that worked very well um, well i mean you remember you know the beginning of that movie they're sitting in like a gas line yeah right 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 it, so which it, like it you and i <laughs> right not we, relatable we yeah. did not grow up in a world where i have never like if i if i drive by a gas station and there's a line i go to the next one yeah yeah no for sure so sure. it was a really if there was one thing that was also really well done about Miracle is that they captured what I believe to be the essence of that time period. Yes. I think because he got game does a pretty good job of that as well as like a that, period piece. That like late nineties like basketball, yes. hip hop intertwining. Yes. The way that hip hop and 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 kind of their culture yeah. started to permeate the NBA. Right. Well, and these stories of NBA players coming from the projects in places like Coney Island mm-hmm. and making it big but having all the all the pressure and expectations of their entire borough kind of and, falling on and their the shoulders. The, the temptations. temptations. The temptations that come with being a superstar and Absolutely. having access to things that you have never seen before. Right. 
all at the same time. And how like ESPN and the 24-hour news cycle, even in sports, affects it. And Jesus, the Jesus Stallworth, the protagonist, Shuttleworth. Shuttleworth, sorry, the protagonist One of the great of, the, names of all right, time. Right, absolutely. And then you find out in the movie it's not biblical. It's yeah. all because of Earl the Pearl Monroe, also known as Jesus, back in the yeah. DC uh, street ball um, era. Which is a much better backstory than just being. Oh, phenomenal. Love the Bible. Phenomenal. <laughs> and I mean, Spike Lee holds no punches about those temptations and how real they are and yeah. how dark they are. Yeah, well, and where um, they lead. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, and it's really intertwined in that era. I mean, that's one of the things that doesn't age is being able to take that jump into the pros because we can't do that anymore. Now, we might be able to in a couple years. Um, and again, amateurism in Olympic hockey, that until the last Olympics didn't really wasn't really relatable anymore because right. we've had pros. Right, like um, the idea of Canada winning a, in the Olympics. Right. You know, Canada wasn't even relevant. I know it's crazy at this Olympics. Well, and it's interesting because they didn't have an amateur system set up like the NCAA, where in mm -hmm. this format they could really compete. Right. Um, and yet, I think both movies age very well, about as well as when they first came out. Yeah, definitely, um, because they did not come out that far apart. No, uh, he got games '98. I think Miracle uh, Miracle is the early two thousand oh four. Okay. Well, four, so six years apart. I was still. You would in, think I was still less. in high school. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean it's it's been a minute. Yeah. But that's really where they start to diverge, which is how we kind of started this yeah. conversation. Is miracle so light, easy to rewatch? Like the story is very relatable, so there there's not much conflict that needs to be created. Mm -hmm. Um, it's kind of a conflict free Disney movie. It's certainly not. Remember the Titans, where there's. Uh, racism and there's Bertier, right. one of your star characters, gets paralyzed and all the the really heavy conflict that's tied into still a Disney sports movie. Yeah, It'll, Miracle is more in terms of that period piece. It's, right. it's Cold War. Yes, right. It's 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 about building up the sense of because you remember the the movie starts out um, with them talking about oh. Jimmy Carter doesn't want to send American athletes to the right, Moscow games. Right. And yeah. Russians, that means the Russians aren't going to send Russian athletes to the L.A. games. Right, right. And that was a big thing during the Cold yeah, War. for sure. And that, and, and that it, it played a big role because Herb Brooks was like, I want oh, the Russians. Right. It, it made right. it, he made it early, it made it very early on, uh, obvious early on, that Herb Brooks wanted the Russians specifically. Oh, yeah. He wanted Team Russia. He wanted to build specifically a team built to beat them and figured if I can beat the Russians, we'll beat everybody else as well. Right. And it was it was all about the Cold War. That was the conflict. It was because that game was way more than just a hockey game. Of course. And the, they spent all movie like piece by piece. Building that up. Building that aspect of it yep. they would show videos of the russian team mm -hmm. they talked about you know mikhailov and the 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 specific guys vladislav tretiak yeah you know the goaltender yeah they, yeah he's famous line you know if you beat that guy keep the puck because it doesn't happen often right right and that was kind of the focus on the conflict and then in he got game the conflict is like him it's it's your more classic Oh yeah, him against himself, his background, temptation, 
growing up. His fan, right? His, his the his, structure around him. everything. Like this is a kid living on himself, raising his sister. You never quite know exactly how is he paying for this. Um, with just every role model he has is bad. Right. The coach well, is paying like, him and like ruining his amateur status. His uncle is terrible. His dad is taken out of prison to try and recruit him to the governor's alma mater big state um yeah great great oh and i yeah. love the visit at tech U. that one's maybe yeah. even better with rick fox as the veteran player. right rick fox <laughs> you're definitely in college you're 35 <laughs> he's yeah they're i guess they hadn't started that championship run with the lakers in 98 yet yeah um but yeah it was he still feels it's, very it's old. interesting because it's more like he got game is more of a commentary on like where these guys come from and like an inside yeah. look at like what it is that they go up against and all that they have to overcome and the the disadvantages that they face in life from day one. Yep. Where you can be a supreme athlete, but you have to have your head on super straight in a world that is constantly trying to derail you. Absolutely. Right. And how just making it how many obstacles you're facing and at its core. Like so many of Spike Lee's movies, it's about being black in America. And Miracle doesn't have any of that heaviness. The story is no way. The story is it, enough it, of a mountain to like climb, right? Boston kids versus Minnesota kids. Right, right, exactly. And that's what makes it so rewatchable. It's light. It's a Disney movie. Most of the conflict is built into the story or it's inner conflict tied into Herb Brooks. Right. And kind of what drives him and what burns him and what makes him be not himself. There's that great conversation with the assistant coach and the team doctor as they're waiting for gas. Mm -hmm. And the, the assistant coach says, hey, you've been with Herb a long time. Yeah. Has he ever been like this? And he's like, no, never quite like this. Mm -hmm. And... Her, he has to use some different strategies. He has to maybe push harder than he or the ones around him believe is right. I mean, he gives them like a 500-page test or whatever it was. <laughs> right, like, right. These guys are sitting in a bar <laughs> right. taking a test with these totally inane questions. Right. And it's like, and of course the whole point of it, and he wants Jim Craig. I want the goalie that wouldn't take the test. Like, it's yeah. all mental games. Like, he's yeah. just... And it's all about, like, how a coach builds a team, how he how he builds a family. Yeah. What what they ended up viewing right. themselves as a family because they started so early in the process. Right. All of the changes that Herb Brooks made in the system, mm -hmm. in the process, how he selected the team. Like, they had a four-day camp set up, and he showed up, names off 26 guys immediately, and is like, the rest that's of you get the hell out. Yep. We're good. Right. He built this team already. And that's where it's so great, and to think Herb Brooks worked on this movie to kind of help guide the story, but then passed before the movie ever came out and yeah. was able to see it. Um, and I, I think Kurt Russell's performance really does him justice. One it's of the great heroes in excellent. American sports history, I think. You talk, you talk about, uh, you know, the acting. Like Denzel is Denzel, uh, and it's outstanding. I mean, and it's, it's like their their whole thing in He Got Game is totally different, right? But like. Kurt Russell's acting job as Herb Brooks is a masterpiece. Totally. Totally. And I tell you, I was ready to come in here guns a-blazing. I was pulling out my phone and about to tweet out in all caps, He Got Game is a masterpiece. I don't know why people are overlooking it because the first 20 to 25 minutes 
it flows so beautifully. It's such a great movie about basketball. The intro with the gorgeous Spike Lee type classical music and it's guys dunking in New York and it's guys playing in farms in Indiana and it just has such a beautiful flow. It's such a like a visual poem to basketball. Mm -hmm. And then it goes into Denzel in prison shooting hoops and Ray Allen in Coney Island shooting hoops and then their stories start to come together. Denzel's getting talked to by the war- the warden about this deal that the governor is offering him and why he's going to leave prison. Big state. Right. And he gets poisoned so that he can get out of prison. And mm-hmm. then you get into Ray Allen's life. Ray Allen kind of enters the scene. He's been built up as this, like, literally the Jesus of basketball. Yeah, a biblical figure. He's just a kid running to get the bus, to make yeah. the bus. He's just a teenager. And then the sex worker and the pimp come into play, and I'm a little lost. That flow, that bangerness we had going, gets into it. And look, it's all care, it's all scene building and putting you in. It, it just gets a little too long. You could, I could fast forward through it and watch just the parts that I love, and it's still a masterful movie mm-hmm. and a very good sports movie. It's not a great sports movie, though, because of some of the things that are lost in trying to build the character and make it a little darker. And I'm okay with the sex scenes with Ray Allen because they really encapsulate the temptations and the life he's been thrown into. With Denzel, it's like... (sighs) Is this necessary? Is it necessary? Like, because you're you're like, oh, a dude's been in prison and like... Right, I get like, it. Like we we understand that, like, oh, he's out. He's gonna use some of the stipend that they've been right. giving him, and he's gonna he's not gonna use it on food. He's gonna use it on <laughs> right, getting getting you know getting and some. Also, he's a guy who we know is in prison because of violence he committed against his wife, a right. woman, and we find out how it is. And before we even see him interacting with. The prostitute in the hotel, we think it's maybe darker than it really is and not a discussion with his kid about basketball that leads into a family dispute that leads into this terrible accident. Yeah. But it also is, to some extent, a redeeming quality that he stands up to this violence being committed to this woman and this romance that starts. So I get it. It's just too long. It ruins its sport moviness. You just... For me, it's always how much does the movie change if this doesn't exist? Exactly. And like the core of the movie doesn't change. It doesn't at all. The 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 story and the commentary on on Black America and growing up as a as a young talented black prodigy, you know, in the ba- in the in the temptation of the basketball world and the yeah. and how everything was back then. You know, it's very different even now. Like, Jesus Shuttleworth not on an AAU team? He ain't the number one recruit. Right. Or the fact that, dude, he's got to make his decision by Monday, and he's not leaning any which direction? Right. Now, granted, he has no guidance whatsoever. Yeah, because as you mentioned, all the people around him are Are terrible influences. Horrible people. they They are the classic, like, boys in the hood who are just trying to get a little slice of what's coming from this kid. Right. Right, whether it's like the the gang boss who picks him up in his sh- Corvette or like right. uh like the and you got the uncle and you've got like the the coach oh, yeah. and you've got everybody that's everybody is viewing him 
through the lens his of girlfriend. How, how to make their life better. Yes. And his the, girlfriend, nobody his is agent. there. Yeah. Nobody is there for him. Absolutely. Um, and it's really sad, and, man. Oh, it's totally. I and mean, I think that's what we're trying to do. I think what this bracket is, is revealing is that what we want from a sports movie isn't sad. Not that. <laughs> yeah. It is yeah. not. And, and like, that's not to denigrate He Got Game. No. Because no. in talking about this, I am realizing how much more I like this movie. Yeah. It's it's good. It just needs to be trimmed down a little. And, you know, great yeah. story behind maybe the best scene is that final one-on-one that Ray Allen and Denzel play. Ray's character is supposed to beat him 12-zip, but Denzel had been practicing every night on set and was telling Ray, I'm not very strong with my left. Well, he'd been practicing for a week on his left. So Ray Allen, who's in his first movie, is expecting this to go according to script, beat him 12-zip. Denzel turns it on, starts making some lucky shots, and that really gives us the best yeah. part of the movie. That's all unscripted. Make you feel like a man now? Huh? Maybe you can stop hating me so I can bring your mother back? Maybe we can start being father and son again now. Huh? Can you we ain't my that? father. Tell you something. You look out for yourself. You look out for your sister. You ain't got to worry about me no more. But you get that hatred out your heart, boy. Or you're gonna end up just another nigger. Like your father. Sure, boy. Yeah. I was just listening to a pod with Spike Lee talking about this and Denzel talking about it as well. So it's just, it's a great movie. And one of the categories I wanted to mention was what parts aren't realistic or don't translate well. The sports scenes all translate marvelously because Miracle, they're actual hockey players. The big thing with Miracle, the, the yes. takeaway when it came out was that it was of all, every hockey movie ever made. It had by far the most realistic hockey in it. Right. One, because they were actual hockey players, and two, the cinematography. Yes. Where the cameras were, how they filmed it. Mm -hmm. uh, it was all very realistic. They they were playing hockey. Well, and they're basically reproducing a lot of these games. Well, and they've and, got yeah. Al Michaels in it doing the same comment. You have you, you have, know, have Al Michaels accurate. in like a remastered audio yes. version, laying over top of the the basically the reimagined game mm -hmm. that they're playing. You know, Michael Ruzioni scores the game-winning goal mm -hmm. and recreates the famous celebration that Ruzioni, right. the real Ruzioni did. Right. You know, so it, it's all very It was very, very it was, well done. Th that part of it was very true. Yeah. The whole again scene is nonsense. It did it did not happen uh -huh. and it would not happen. Yeah, because that's one of the things that doesn't age all that well is her Brooks coaching methods. Like he really does push the. He really I can tell does you, cross the well, line from time to time in this movie. All the things millennials get blamed for in this <laughs> world, like ruining Hooters and destroying the weather and hurricanes. Uh huh. All the stuff that's our fault. There is no way millennials are putting up with that shit from Herb Brooks. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. But he got game. You've got those masterful. I don't know how he got the footage, but Earl Monroe. Those shots are done so well. Yeah. Obviously, you have Ray Allen in it, so the basketball super accurate and it's no big, looks just a Hall of Fame player. Denzel pulls it off beautifully. Yeah, 
Um, so uh, the the sporting in both these movies is top notch. It is good, but the whole general plot for he got game. It's a little crazy. Oh, uh, so the governor's gonna go talk to the warden. We're gonna pitch this idea to this prisoner. We're gonna give him a potential pardon if he can recruit his basketball prodigy right. son to play for my alma mater. And of course, spoiler alert. The son goes to Big State but doesn't sign the letter of intent Denzel gives him. So then the governor like rescinds this offer. It all you know, it gets they can't there's see. enough drama as is you did you almost didn't need to create this extra layer to it. They could have honestly just like had him out on parole or something. <laughs> right. And like right. just let him be free and be like, right. hey. But of course, there's like you have to bait the hook, right? right. Like you, no. there has to be the carrot. There's a reason Denzel's trying to. He's so motivated. He shows up out of nowhere. He's motivated to do this and that. And at the same time, though, you're just like this is an absurd premise from the beginning. And like it's well made, and it's a testament to Spike Lee that the movie carries yes. such a such a stupid idea at the very like <laughs> at its core. You're right because like the the core tenant of the movie and how it all comes to be. It's stupid. It's portraying a very realistic like thing that was happening in that sport, right? And lifestyle, definitely, with an unnecessary like like dramatization. You couldn't have just dropped us into the real world. You had to like make up this completely insane (laughs) plot line, right? To build your real world into like it's that was the part of it where I was like, yeah, we didn't have a. You didn't have a quality control guy to like be like, hey, maybe this, maybe we can come up with a better way to make this world. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. I think Miracle didn't have that problem. A little different. No, they basically just told the story of what happened. Right. You know, few embellishments here and there, but of course, the story as always, accurate. of course. Yeah, uh, most outdated. I think both hold pretty true. One and he got game is like yeah. he's giving him all the temptations. He's the the like gang boss that's giving him all the temptations yeah. he's gonna be exposed to. He's talking about women and he immediately brings up HIV. That's that's a little outdated, I'd say. Yeah, oh, definitely <laughs> a much louder conversation in the nineties than it is today. Big time. Her Brooks, while the guys are fighting in one of the first practices, instead yells, Looks more like a couple of monkeys trying to jump a football. Oh, I thought that was a little outdated. We wouldn't necessarily need to sprinkle that into a movie uh, today. But these are kind of nitpicks considering the general, like, yeah. how well these guys up, really honestly. age. I, I don't think that – and you remember, like, it's the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. They say things from the 80s. That's absolutely right. It's still not uh, – you know, there's a lot of these Disney movies with – some of the racial tensions that have even worse verbiage and stuff in yep. there. Yeah, you watch I've, Remember the Titans and oh you're yeah. like, oh. Oh, yeah. Got it. Um, common thread, promises to moms that are no longer around. Jim Craig and why Aww. he's playing for the national team in the first place yeah. and giving up some big money. Ray Allen's giving up the loot, too, because he wants to honor what his mother always told him and how Im- education is important. Yeah. So there you go. Both giving up pro sports because of promises made to their mom. 
And then we know Jesus Shuttleworth went on to like an all NBA career. You should hope so. Or became one of China's greatest players. Because for years <laughs> it was always said, this is really Stefan Marbury's story. Right. And what's great and is. And then ate Vaseline on stream. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he got game two. It was going to be real weird. <laughs> what's crazy is they came out with a doc about Sebastian Telefair, um, Starberry's cousin mm -hmm. who went to the same high school lincoln high in coney island mm -hmm. that is portrayed in the movie yep. and they did a doc about him and bassy of course goes straight to the pros and is drafted yeah that first doc ever is high school point card drafted out of high school right yeah. right late lottery too which few people mm -hmm. expected um and that kind of rings very true to some of the stuff you see in he got game yeah which makes it kind of lets the legacy live on. But when you're comparing legacies, dude, Miracle is just one of the great sports stories of it, all time. It is. Well, and it's one of the great American sports stories. Like Important like points it's, to make. Yeah, yes. because like you know, in the hockey world, you get Canadians who love to snipe at this movie. Oh, when the Canadians win, they don't have to call it a miracle. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, but you didn't. Where were you in that movie? Right. Like, where were you competing with the Russians before NHL players were allowed like here, you, here. Were, you weren't you were irrelevant shut up yeah like we did it we the americans went and punched russia in the face and started to put cracks in the facade of their invincibility right and it's it was kind of the same thing it was the hockey version of rocky four where it was like yes we're taking down the the russian machine it's a universal this is the russian machine movie. that breaks yeah a hundred percent that's a great way to point it the kind of the the genesis for all great sports movies, it actually happened in Miracle, and they do a very good job of portraying that. Yeah. And look, as a film on its own, is it the best written? Is it the best acting? Are there like, is there a super compelling conflict beyond everything that's already kind of baked into it? No. But well, it's, when it's still, not like a, it's not the like story a, carries the movie on its own, which is why they didn't need to do that. Yeah, it's not like a day-to-day, -day, like, relatable on the ground, mm -hmm. like, a, like a Rudy, mm -hmm. you know, where right, you, like, right. you, you could know Rudy. Right. Like, the guys from Miracle, like, if you just happen to know him, like, cool. Mm -hmm. But, like, it's not an everyday guy kind of story. Oh, right, it's, right, no. It's, it's these these everyday guys combined for something special to do something historic. Yes. And on a huge global stage. Mm -hmm. Whereas Rudy, like, ran out onto the field one time. Yeah, right. You know? And, like, right. that was, like, hey, for him, that was an amazing accomplishment. Right, right. But, like, when you're talking about what was actually achieved here, yeah. Miracle is not an everyday story. No. And so it's not in that Much way like relatable, but it's... If you don't tear up a little bit at the at the Al Michaels, do you believe in miracles? What gets me is Herb Brooks. He doesn't celebrate with his teammates. Gives a quick hug to like his assistant and leaves. Walks off. Eyes connect with the wife. In disbelief, has to go off to a quiet tunnel and just yeah. kind of breaks down. And you know just what that well, must like have meant two years to Herb of Brooks. Him working yeah. just for this moment. Yep. Well, as we find out, really more than two years because Herb carries this burden of having been cut in the final cut mm -hmm. on a team that does go on to win a The medal. last American Olympic hockey team before the 80 guys. Uh, the, it was, he was the last cut. He had to watch that thing at home.
Yeah. The players talked about it. Yeah. The players reference it and talk about his motivations. He'll do anything to get there. Right, right. And it and it's, builds up, like, who kind of who he is mm-hmm. as a coach and mm-hmm. as, a, as a man at that time. Oh, yeah. And it's it's a great – It's a, Kurt Russell does a great job with the portrayal. Outstanding. We haven't even talked about it, but, like, the pregame speech. Lay it on us. I mean, an all-timer. Yeah. You know, yeah. Drew and I are doing the great movie speeches uh, later this week. How do you beat it? And I'm going to physically fight him if yeah, it's if not he's... in like top five ish. Oh, and like at the very least, I don't, I don't, I don't know that I would put it number one. Uh-huh. I would probably have Al Pacino's Any Given Sunday, the inches we need are everywhere around us speech. That really as, salvages as number that one. movie. Yeah, it's the only good scene in that <laughs> it movie. Sure is. <laughs> in a, it carries that in movie. In a god-awful movie. Generally speaking, yes. That moment is incredible. Right. But that's that's one thing is that that scene, and everybody knows it's coming, but that scene, maybe more so than the Aruzioni game-winning goal. Oh, yeah. Maybe more so than Jim Craig skating around the ice with the flag looking for his dad in the stands, who's, who's shouting Jimmy and crying. Yeah, yeah. And, and I've like, got chills just talking about this. Yeah. Maybe more so than... Then Herb Brooks and his and his wife in the stands yeah, catching yeah, eyes. Yeah, that pregame speech is what that movie is remembered for. Like, oh yeah, that's everybody knows. You know the the. It's why this is a miracle. It's you know maybe ninety nine out of a hundred times these guys beat us, but today, right now, in this moment, yeah. it's our time. And we're bringing this. We're bringing this yeah. home baby. tonight. You are the best hockey team in the world. Oh man! Like I watched it. I watched it last night before I went to bed. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's on both Netflix and Disney Plus. So well, I was just, just to rewatch, the not the movie. Oh, uh-huh. I was just watching the speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because I've been watching the speeches, like the great sports yeah, movie speeches prepare. all week, and it's just so good, man. You know the yeah. the ah. Uh, the herb scenes just carry this. You know, when the Johnson's injured in one of those, like in one of the intermissions, yeah. and he comes in, he asks the doctor, like, if he plays some more, will he re-aggravate? He's like, no. And he makes a whole big scene and calls yeah. him a candy ass, and that yeah. just gets everyone fired up. When he's like, oh, what, you go to bed, bruise? And right. he kind of like right. pushes that right. button of competitiveness, mm-hmm. and then he walks out of the room, and he's like, I bet that'll get him fired up. Yeah. Like, it's so. Be- I mean, Kurt Russell and the story of Herb Brooks just carries it. We're and like it's so magical, like the emotional manipulation of young men here. Hey, man! But like, that's coaching. I was gonna say that's, that's exactly coaching, what baby. coaching is. That's co- especially for a team who had to come from behind and just every game. In every they game, played. yeah, every game. So you know that not just the preparation coming into the tournament, but the in-game preparation definitely played a big role in this and um, building their identity. Yeah. It's down, fire. down, never out. Yeah, and you know, on the other side, Ray Allen. This is maybe one of the best athlete acting performances uh, we've seen in a while. He's, he's not act- perfect. He's but he's, he's asked very to do good. Way more than athletes typically are in movies. Oh, and he's like, like you know, go look at like Rocky Balboa, right? Right. And you're like, that dude was asked to do like a handful of scenes where he had actual lines, right? And like. Ray Allen is just dropped in and like, all right. Right, like time to go head-to-head with Rosario Dawson and Denzel Washington. <laughs> right. Like, 
bangers, phenomenal, right. like, phenomenal actors. Like, like generational caliber acting is taking place around right. him. And it's like, all right, Ray Allen, you've never done this. Good luck. Yeah. No, and he handles it's it madly. It's a big leap from, from Spike Lee to, to do that. Because oh, he no could have easily just gotten an actual. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, you get in like, what, what happens if you get an Omar Epps? Sure. You know, yeah. who we saw was great in the program. It mm-hmm. No, it's really interesting. Jim Brown's another athlete who I think comes off pretty well as the mean detective in all of this. <laughs> Jim Brown's acting career is just interesting. Yeah. We could probably do a whole separate pod on that. Totally. That could be another side pod. Well, we're at 35 minutes. Do you have anything else you want to um, make sure is said about these two movies? Miracle deserved to win. I'm glad Miracle did beat it out. Uh-huh. But I was I was glad status. he got game beat Love and Basketball. Like, no offense. Too. No offense to Love and Basketball, which is a movie I do really enjoy. But, like, he got game was really – it was important. a unique look. Uh, and, and in terms of sports movies – there aren't a lot of miserable sports movies. You know, there aren't a lot of hard-to-watch, kind of real-world, gritty mm-hmm. sports movies out there. And He Got Game is one of them, and it definitely shines in that niche. Yep. And I'd say, you know, even despite it was made in 98, there was FBI probes about guys like DeAndre Ayton getting offered six figures to sign with schools. I know. So you know what? I remember. It still translates pretty it's, well. My Jayhawks are still going through it. It still holds very true even in 2020. Yeah. And that, I think, is a real legacy to this movie. Is You know, we might want to ignore it, but this is a story that still rings very true with a lot of these uh, young athletes that the system pumps out. The system, it's, the system actively looks to exploit. Yep, absolutely. So, Absolutely. Because n- n- nobody was in that kid's corner. No. no. It's insane. It's disappointing to watch, man. Well, it's really a kind of a generation of <laughs> basketball <know> was <laughs> lost in a lot of ways because guys were getting overpaid. They were getting put in really tough situations. And you have careers like Starberries that it's like just you have like. Co- oh. Worse than them, and you have careers you have like Sebastian Telfair's. He should not have well, come out of high school. And even worse, guys who came out of high school never even got drafted or just are their forgotten names in the pantheon of like high school basketball stars. Houseman Sissa. Yeah. Drafted by the Nuggets. There's several guys like that. Yeah. 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 No, it's a whole weird era of basketball, and this really helps it catch. You know, you know what Jesus Shuttleworth needed the most? Herb Brooks. Here, here. <laughs> <laughs> Herb would not be paying him under the table, I don't think. I really have a hard time believing that one. Feels like a buy the book. Yeah. Yeah. Well, AJ, this was fantastic. I appreciate it. You guys vote, read, listen to all our other. Make sure Miracle gets into the into the late rounds here. Yeah, I think uh, I think our great hockey community that you uh, you speak for so proudly will will have movies like Miracle and even Mighty Ducks go quite far. Quite. Yeah, that might be our that might be our. uh, uh, a round of eight matchup, whatever call, whatever we're calling eight. I think it's Lakewood eight. Nice. There you go. All right, man. Thanks. Thanks for listening, guys.